At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the Minnesota Tim Podcast, and joining me now on the Minnesota Tim Podcast is a reporter unlike any other. I competed against this guy in high school for quite a few years, uh, rivalries back in the day, but now he's a beloved reporter in even towns that he competed against in the past, whether that be Delano or Watertown or Dallas. This guy, man, fans see this guy and they start chanting his name as soon as he walks into stadiums. Kip Kovar, he is an award-winning sports editor for the Herald Journal. Delano Herald Journal and Dassel Cocado Enterprise Dispatch. Kip, thanks so much for taking time to join the Minnesota Tim podcast today. You bet. That might be the best intro I've ever had for anything. So good to see you again and love to talk some sports. Yeah, let's do it. So you were at the uh, Watertown Mayor uh, Cannon Falls thriller of a game last night on Thursday night. And um, now you're at XL Energy Center uh, for Mayor Lutheran. They're playing volleyball for a 3 p.m. game. Then you're going to Jordan for a 5.30 game to um, to uh, cover Leicester Prairie. Let me ask you this. How did you invent a time machine to get from place to place so quick? Uh, I haven't invented that yet, though. I wish I did. I've been kind of unlucky with start times. I mean, I, Mayor Volleyball played in the quarterfinals last night at 7. Our Lake football, another great story that maybe we could talk about too a little bit played at seven o'clock and then Watertown of course played at seven. So it's just trying to find as much time as you can get to a couple. I'm hoping to get maybe two sets in here and then get on the way to Jordan to cover Lester Parade tonight. And you're everywhere. How many miles do you put on your car this time of year? Uh, too many, but at least I get 30 <laughs> cents a mile. <laughs> it's hard to keep driving here in Hastings last night. That's at least an hour away. And then you drive back and you drive an hour to XL energy. And then you're driving who knows how far it is to Jordan from XL Energy. It's crazy. Um, but anyway, so let's talk about last night's game. Uh, Cannon Falls, it seemed like it was a home game for them, about 20 minutes away from uh, where they were playing in Hastings. Describe the atmosphere, because Watertown, they had to drive about an hour roughly to get to that game. Describe the atmosphere between the Watertown Mayor Royals and the Cannon Falls team. Yeah, it was actually, I was really surprised at the turnout for Mayor or Watertown Mayor. I mean, obviously they got a great crowd, a great community come down, but it's a long drive. It's a Thursday night. It's cold. It's windy, but I got there around 6.15 and Watertown Mayor had half the stands on their side packed. And it was kind of an interest. I don't know if they were told to sit this way, but both fans were on one side. There's nobody on that opposing side. I don't know if it was. I noticed to be that, like on, that. On, online. I was watching it. I was like, why aren't there no fans on the other side? Yeah, I wasn't sure if they were told that or maybe it was out of the wind a little bit more or maybe just to keep everybody on one side. But it was an interesting because the Watertown sidelines right there when Cannon Falls is winning, you can hear their student section chanting and everything and all the crowds coming from one way. But I mean, that was my first time being down at Hastings for any kind of sporting event. And that that's a great site for a state football quarterfinal for sure. Yeah. Cannon Falls took a massive lead out of the gate, 16-0, to zero, converted two two-point conversions uh, to get that 16-0 lead. 
And at this point, I mean, it's still the first quarter. They're just running the ball all over Watertown at this point. Did you think the game was over at that point? If not, did you think the game was over at the 30 to 20 point? At what point did you think, or did you not think the game was over? When it was 16 nothing, I definitely thought Watertown was in some trouble. I knew coming in that both teams would probably be able to score. But when all of a sudden, if you let a team like Cannon Falls, who just thrives on running the ball, get ahead of them and let them play ahead of the chains, it's going to be really tough to come back from. But I mean, I kind of told you this before we hopped on that I, if it got out of hand a little bit more, I was thinking about hopping up to the X to cover mayor at the volleyball just to get as much coverage as I could. But and then the span of maybe a half hour of real time, Mayor Watertown scores 20 on answer. They use that. Cannon Falls goes for it on fourth and two, and then they score right off of that with a stop. And I mean, it was, there was a couple of times where it's like, man, it was a good run for Watertown. But then at the same time, it's like, I know there's so many, I think there's 16 seniors on this year's team. And I know those kids just never quit. They don't want to be done. And you could just tell that every time that it went away or like there was never a panic on the sideline. I was kind of freaking out a little yeah. bit. I, <laughs> I, I wanted to keep the run going, but. Uh, there's a couple of times where I thought, man, it, it was a good run. It was a good run. This is where it ends. But man, those kids just never gave it and they battled it out. So as an alum of Watertown Mayor, I was watching it online on the streaming service. Um, and my blood pressure was going up and down that entire game because they're down 16-0. I'm like, oh, crap. I'm thinking like Kip here, turning it off in five minutes. Paid $7 for this stream. Wasted $7, but uh, probably saved money not going to the game. Um, but then they make the comeback. And then they're down 30 to 20 again, entering the fourth quarter. It's like, oh, my word, they're going to lose, but that's okay. Uh, They put up a good effort and a comeback. But then they come back and win uh, 34 to uh, 30. Um, What was your blood pressure like during that game? Because you're a reporter. You're supposed to be, I don't know, unbiased maybe a little bit. Yeah, I mean, this is my seventh year covering that team. So it's really hard to not get invested in the kids, the coaches, the community and stuff like that. But. It was, I remember talking to a couple of people on the sideline that when they got that stop right before halftime and Cannon Falls got the ball to start the second half, that first drive was going to be huge. And Watertown came out and they forced a 3 0. And then they went for it. They did that fake punt. It was there and it just didn't quite work because the ball dropped. But then I was like, oh crap, what's going to happen here? And all of a sudden, Cannon Falls scores off of that. Cannon Falls gets a stop, scores again. And it's like, it really had that feeling of, uh, I don't know if you saw Mayor Luther and Minnesota football in the Class 8 title game last year, but I did. M- Mayor's up two scores right before halftime, must a punt, and Minnesota scores an unreal touchdown right before half. And that's the kind of same feeling I had was you just let them back into it or you got to really turn things around. So it was when that fake punt dropped and they scored twice after that, it's kind of where I was like, this is kind of where it, the game is going to be decided. And what, what does Watertown have? But the win last night, I mean, all five touchdowns Watertown scored were with the win. I mean, Hmm. It's atmosphere outside. That's are they all of them were scored in the second or fourth quarter going with the win. Sure. That's crazy. This was the first Watertown game I've watched in years. I've kind of been apart from the, you know, just the community for a while now. Um, I didn't realize that they had such a mighty and potent offense. I mean, Ed Rundell, that guy can, uh, not Ed Rundell. That's the teacher. Excuse me. He's the <laughs> math teacher. Uh, Albert Rundell, his, his, his son, Ed's son. Uh, he can really whip it around pretty good. Yeah, it's, I mean, kind of talked about that. I've been covering him. I've covered him all four years of varsity football. So I've seen him a lot of times and this, the progress he's made since a freshman to where he is now. And then the offensive line, all those wrestlers up front. I mean, it's, 
there's a lot of talent that's gone through Watertown there the last couple of years, but especially the senior class and the couple of years before that has been just a great mix. And I mean, Albert's one of the best kids I've ever covered as a person too. He's the first one out there shaking cannon falls his hands after the game and congratulating them why it's out there too. And when you have two athletes like that who are not only very talented, but also are just great role models for all those kids around them and with them, it's pretty easy to see why they've had the success they've had this year. Yeah. When they threw the final touchdown pass to McCabe. Rundle back, looks deep, throws it to McCabe. It's caught, and he's going to go all the way into the end zone. Touchdown, Wyatt McCabe with 2.16 to go. Watertown Mayor retakes the lead. What was your reaction? What was the crowd's reaction from both sides? Just give us an overall perspective on what happened on that play. Yeah, it was... Very, it was just because you force this three and out, get the punt, and you're like, all right, we got two and a half minutes. We got two timeouts. I was just curious how they were going to attack this drive. Are they going to try to chew up clock, kick a field goal? Are they going to try to chew up clock and score a touchdown? And all of a sudden, before I'm even like getting in my spot to take photos for that play, Rondell hits McCabe for a 51-yard touchdown, and the skin of Falls side is just dead quiet. Watertown's going nuts. And it's like it took them one play after that field right after the punt to turn a deficit into a lead. And it, and then I was I'm just trying to do the math. Okay. Cannon falls still has three timeouts. There's two left. They have to get, they have to go 80 yards, just trying to do the math. And then they got another stop. They got the turnover and it's all right. Well, they still have three timeouts. It's just trying to do the math. Okay. If they come up 40 seconds timeout, they're going to get, there's going to be like three seconds where they had to play with. And that was the kind of the last play where you see Rondell run all the way back and take 15 yard loss, but just to burn off enough time. I mean, a lot of just, Big plays on both sides of the ball for the Royals. Yeah. Just a couple of questions left, Kip, before I let you get to your next game uh, during state championship time during state season. So um, when I was watching the game, uh, it reminded me of the road, the Watertown Mayor Royals and Howard Lake Waverly Winstead needed to take to get to this point. So both teams are in state and you just wrote an article uh, last week about both states of these schools and where they were four years ago and where they are now, both state teams considering a co-op, like seriously considering joining forces and um, putting together a competitive football team. How would you describe what's happened these last four years when both teams were considering a co-op to now both teams being in state? Yeah, it, I mean, it, it starts with the seniors. Those kids, you look at Rundell as an example. Freshman year, they went 0-9. Sophomore year, 0-9. Didn't win a game. I don't even think any game was within two scores. That's how bad it was at that point. But it started with a co-op, and I'll admit I was one that was totally for the co-op. I thought, do it for two years. Let each program kind of give them that extra little time to get things going and then go on your own. But, I mean, I give those seniors to you go 0 and 18 in your first two years of varsity football like why should i bother coming out my junior year right. those kids stuck with it junior year was the covid year they had to deal with that stuff too to come back and i just it starts with the seniors that they can stick out with those tough times they took their lumps and now they're giving out those lumps and that's been just the coolest part to see about this whole fall sports season the same thing goes for howard lake those kids had a 20 game losing streak watertown had a 29 game losing streak like there's no reason for those kids to be in a program. Like, why should I waste my time to get my butt kicked every Friday night? But man, they stuck it out and it's credit to those kids. And it's, I give Phillips a lot of credit to the head coach for Watertown and Adam Burkholz. This was his first year with Howard Lake for him too, getting those kids to buy in, 
scheme to come back and like working hard and paying a, and it's paying off in a big way. And I couldn't be happy for the kids, the program in those communities. That's so cool. It's such a great story from the depths of just crap to now being in state, both teams, both programs. It's, it's such a testament to how those programs are run and how they uh, can turn around so quickly. So last question here, Kip, um, you're in Excel Energy Center right now. Uh, it'll be in U.S. Bank Stadium next week. What venue is the best that you've ever covered a game at? That's a really tough question. The XL is a lot of fun because it's kind of a smaller, more intimate setting where you get both student sections. You get the community fans there too. Or U.S. Bank, it's it's fun atmosphere for sure because you're playing at the Viking Stadium, but it's a huge atmosphere. It's hard to get the like crowd noise going and everything. Um, I love state basketball when it's at Williams Arena. That's probably my favorite arena arena of basketball anywhere. It's like I like Target Center is cool too, but it's just so much more bigger. I love the close, intimate atmospheres. Um, but just the way the last night's game was for Watertown, that Hastings is what that's coming. I was going to remember Hastings Field now because of that game. And I mean, it kind of goes with the games, but there's so many good atmospheres, and that's why just high school sports are the best. And I love what I do. Yeah, that's so cool. All right, Kip, award-winning sports editor. Um, Kip, thank you so much for taking time to join the Minnesota Tim podcast, and I hope to have you on again in the future. Good to see you, Tim. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.